So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. I am so excited to get into today's content. Um, Today, we're talking about a subject that is really near and dear to my heart, and that is really the subject of worship and how the emotional life can actually play significantly into a high-quality worship experience. Um, Funny language to use around worship, like high-quality or that sort of thing. Um, Worship is really a matter of the heart. But I want to just give a little bit of background. Um, For those of you who don't know my story, um, worship was really the first place that I had any kind of connection to church and any kind of connection to God. Um, The first time I played in church, I was, I believe I was nine or 10 years old. And so I had, um, well, I kind of had the perk of being the pastor's son. And so I was starting to develop some skills and my dad wanted to give me a chance to grow. And uh, the church was generally very supportive. My dad didn't like, you know, he didn't like upper hand people into letting me get the chance. They they all loved the opportunity that I was getting. Um, But anyway, it started young for me, you know, and that's where I really learned to connect with God. And it was a way I could give back to my church. And it was really, really fun. And uh, that eventually grew into, you know, more serious keyboard playing. I played keyboard. I was in the background for uh, many, many years. I became a worship leader when I was about 18 and stepped more into that. And I was a worship artist. I was a recording artist for a few years. And, um, you know, that was, that was fun. All of it was really fun. I loved, I loved music and I loved just, I loved being able to serve people by leading worship or playing keys. It was just for me, um, still to this day, it's something that my wife and I do at our church. Uh, obviously we haven't done it tons lately being in Jamaica, but just something that we love doing. And it, it is really one of the best ways that I personally can connect with God and, and help other people do the same. We were talking about worship and um, we were actually more just talking broadly about things that guys are learning and, um, you know, just sharing those learned lessons with, with each other. And one of our clients had shared that he, he was learning to make a habit of paying attention to his emotions. And so one of the questions that that we just have people ask themselves regularly is, how do I feel? How am I feeling? And making a regular habit of asking yourself that and knowing sometimes you're going to have an answer and it's going to be obvious and sometimes there will be nothing. It's fine. There's no right or wrong. But just making that habit of looking inside and asking yourself, how do I feel? And trying trying to pay better attention to that part of your world. And he was talking about how for him, this was always a really uncomfortable idea. He didn't really want to get in the weeds. He kind of learned to run away from emotion, to not pay attention to them, to not give them too much weight, not give them too much room. And so the idea of doing that felt uncomfortable. But, you know, he's in the program. He wants to get free. He's willing to do what we teach him, which is my kind of client. And so he was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And he said at first it was really awkward and and kind of uncomfortable and you know he didn't really have a lot of vocabulary to articulate his emotions and you know he just it, it's sort of this 
this new world, you know, that you're kind of exploring and trying to make sense of. But what he discovered along the way was that as he started to get more in touch with his emotions and he could kind of pinpoint them and name them and, and understand where it was coming from and, and what was required for him to maybe process it or resolve the emotion if it was necessary, is that it was actually fueling his connection with God. Because he would, he would identify how he felt and it would make him want God more. Like, wow, God, I feel so sad. So I, I just, I worship you, God. You're the great comforter. Would you come and comfort me? You know, just these cool little moments of like identifying his emotion and using it to, to fuel that, that connected moment with God. Nothing dramatic, right? Like he's not, he's not picking up a guitar and strumming his chords and going into this all-out worship sesh. Although, you know, I suppose that could happen as well. But the really cool thing is that it's something he could just do moment to moment, day after day. And in the process, he is not only cultivating self-awareness and exercising that muscle of looking within, but he is also, on a regular basis, connecting with God. You know, 1 Thessalonians 5 instructs us to pray without ceasing. It's really, really hard to do when you think about it. But it has to be the practical things like this that allow us to just regularly be conscious of God, inviting Him into the work that we are doing. And sometimes that means that the the inner world, the inner life, becomes this launching pad for worship. You know, God, I'm really angry. But I worship you because you are slow to anger. And you model what it's like to experience anger and to handle it in a holy and righteous way. I bless you, God. You're so worthy. Lord, would you teach me? Would you, would you soften my heart? Shape my heart? Teach me. Teach me how to handle anger the way you do, God. Because right now, I am red mad. Right now, if, if this goes any further, I'm going to make a mess. Lord, I need your help. I, I, I bless you. Help me, Lord. You know, it's just those, those sweet, innocent, honest moments that go so far so far into just praying without ceasing, regularly connecting with God, and cultivating a healthy inner life. The the greatest example of a worshiper, arguably, that we have in the Bible, I I suppose aside from Jesus himself, would be King David. And it, it has always struck me that David is so emotional you know, like he, he's not just emotive, like he doesn't just express his emotions well and articulate in an articulate way. He, he's actually emotional. Like the guy is just heart on his sleeve, emotions first. He's, he's up and down, just living this roller coaster ride uh, of, of emotions on a regular basis. But the cool thing to me, uh, above everything else, is that David is honest. Like, that's what he's actually demonstrating in the Psalms, is what it looks like to be honest before God. And we see time and time again that in his raw and real, transparent honesty, David is led into radical encounters with God, radical moments of worship and exaltation and, and it, it, it paints for us a picture of what this can look like. You know, I've always struggled with it because I'm not a very uh, emotional person. I, I don't identify with 
that persona that David clearly embodies. I, I'm just not that emotional in the sense that I'm much more uh, rational, logic, left brain first. But I have learned to engage my emotions. And it's never going to look like King David. And even if I was emotional, it wouldn't look like him because he's a unique person. But it doesn't have to. But the point is that the, the parts of my inner world that I am able to tap into and articulate, I can use those parts as launching pads to worship God. And that's what this is really about. Whether you're, you're high on the emotional side or you're super low, I want to let you know there's an opportunity here looming at the door that allows you to engage with that little bit or that big bit and channel it into incredible, raw, transparent moments with the living God, much like King David in the book of Psalms. And I want to let you know that that's available to you right now. So here's my challenge, and here's what I'm going to walk you through in the next 60 seconds here as we wrap up this episode. I want you to to ask yourself the question, what am I feeling? How am I feeling? What, what, what is an emotion that's going on? Okay, like emotions aren't linear. They're, they're kind of mixed and, you know, across a spectrum. There, there's, there's a complexity here. But, but pull out one of the, what's one of the main emotions that you felt or that you're feeling right now? When I say that you felt, I mean recently, like the last few hours. You got it? Now, if you don't have it, you might need to pause. But what, what is it going to look like? This is the next question. What does it look like to bring God into that emotion? Okay, no, I'm not even talking about worshiping him yet. But what would it look like to bring him in? Is it, is it naming the emotion? Maybe it's expressing it? I, I don't know. What is it going to be for you? And now what I want you to do is I want, I want you to say, Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that you are and, and, and just... Fill in that blank with how he fits into the context of your emotion. You know, if it's sadness, he's a great comforter. If it's anger, it's that he's, you know, rich in love and slow in anger. Maybe you're feeling really happy and you just use that to glorify God for being good, for being, for being a, a good God. Thank him. Start with thankfulness. Start with gratitude. God, thank you. And lastly, sit. Just sit in the moment, just for a minute. Sit in the emotion and sit in the presence of God. And as you enjoy both of those things, I want to, I want to just remind you, this, it's so simple. It's so simple. This is how your emotion can fuel worship on a regular basis with the living God. How incredible is that, guys? So I want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, I blitzed through that little exercise at the end. You're welcome to you know, rewind and do it again and pause at the places you need to pause. Uh, but I want to really encourage you, let your emotions, let your inner life fuel your expressive worship to a God who is unbelievably worthy of it. Guys, I'm cheering you on. Have an amazing day. We'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, 
there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.